You let me violate you. You let me desecrate you. You let me penetrate you. You let me complicate you. Help me, I broke apart my insides. Help me, I got no soul to sell. Help me, the only thing that works for me. Help me get away from myself. I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude. Oh, oh my god. Hello everybody. Welcome to SCN After Live. I am Jay Wade. That there is Dean. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm pretty good. I'm feeling violated, desecrated, fucked like an animal. Oh yeah, man. Is there any other way to be fucked? You know what I'm saying? No, that's how I'm going my weekend out. Yep, uh, it's mom, if you into like a snake. check out this episode, I'm sorry. Um sorry, uh, Mom. Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to episode number 52 of this SEN Live After Show. Uh, And and I I cannot, we can't start this shit without bringing up right off the top, uh, James Lavario donating $2,000. I mean, for real, man. Uh, And I mean, of course, that uh, obviously it supports SEN Live and all that. But from the fans in the community, dude, thank you, because uh, because that just helps helps ensure that we get more content and, and longer lasting material. Uh, Which from means that we get to keep doing this show as well. Yes, yes so thank you. In a roundabout I'll be way, watching my mail for that two grand, James. I'm expecting it any moment now. Yeah, hire no. me. Give me a job. I got a job now. But if you're yeah, paying, let's get these two MFers on the James Lavario network. Let's make yeah. that a thing. Let's and do this. Let's go. Just own us all, James. Own us all. Might as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that was a hell of a way to kick off the day, man. It really was. It loosened uh, I think it definitely loosened everybody up. There were no you, nothing on their shoulders, dude. Uh it well, was just, for a little while. For a little while. Broke a comeback eventually. True. <laughs> true. Um Monday. Monday the pressure will be back on. <laughs> yeah, well, like Theoretically, they could like be okay for the next three shows, right? Yeah, if you want to look at it that way, I'm um, I'm sure people will still donate, and they should. You know? Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. We can't sit on your laurels. I say we collectively. I'm not putting in these schmobots. I'm not a lunatic, James Lavario, you maniac. Yeah, schmobots is way over my pay grade, but um, I, I put in a one dollar one today uh, to contribute yeah. a little bit. I was the fellow who. Uh, did uh, who gave a deposition in a potential lawsuit against Nine Inch Nails? That was you. Uh, that was me. Um, oh, it was well, it was well deserved, and it was settled <laughs> out of court because I told the truth and I saw everything, and they were fucked and they were busted and they knew it. Um, but I still love Nine Inch Nails, and uh, I'm sure Trent still loves me, even though he has no fucking idea who I am. Uh, hey, did he? You know you were wrong. Not you, but you know your bassist was wrong, Trent. Cincinnati, Ohio, dude. You know what happened. Um, I don't know. I'll find out after this, though. Sure. 
I, I mean, I can tell it if you want, real quick. It's nothing. Oh, I've, got to, I've got to know what this story is. Or anything. It's just, okay, it was toward the end of their set, and their bassist player, uh, and their bassist player, he just was kind of having an, uh, an attitude all night. It seemed like he wasn't in a good mood. He kept switching out bass guitars, so I would assume that there was some sort of uh, issue with that. But toward the end of the song or the set, uh, the show rather, um, he he was walking in circles. Uh, his bass wouldn't work. He changed it out. Um, it wouldn't work again. He threw it on the stage, and he was walking in circles. And he grabbed a bottle, a full bottle of water, and took it upside down and threw it overhand out into the crowd. And I watched that thing leave his hand and hit my sister-in-law right and square in the face, dude. It, it messed her up, man. She still has some issues from that today. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it just, it, you know, and it's nothing personal against the band or, you know, and I mean, as far as that guy, I understand, you know, you're, you're up there doing your art for him and it's not working out for you, but dude, don't be a, you know, uh, so he was in the wrong and it just, it, it was, it was worked out. Um, and we're all still nine inch nails fans. I mean, Trent, before I left, I was the one I stuck around and approached trying to get someone uh, security, a representative, their management, someone to be like, yo, this just happened. Like he yeah. just assaulted my sister-in-law and uh, they, you know, they got information exchanged and everything, but also in that really cool gesture, uh, Trent and the band all signed a piece of broken uh, body of, a, of an electric guitar from the show that night. And my sister-in-law still has that. So oh, uh, cool. it, was, it was very cool. I mean, it, it it happens, you know what I mean? But you can't yeah, just be yeah. like, dude assaulted my sister-in-law and now nothing is going to happen from it. I mean, it's it's unfortunate and, and somewhat understandable, but still, you know, you can't just go home at the end of the night and be like, well, they ain't going to pay for the thousands of dollars yeah, of medical and shit, dude. That's not right. But oh, That's crazy, man. See, I didn't know what you, what the um, the legal terminology was, your des disposition or whatever it is you said. I didn't know yeah. what that meant, so I figured, oh, maybe this person worked for a law firm and they had to like give the, you know, the, the serve the thing to Trent Reznor or the bassist or something. That would have been funny. But yeah, um, as funny, but yeah, you know. no deposition. Just basically, like before the before it goes to court as an official lawsuit, um, I had to go into a little room with uh, with Nine Inch Nails representation and my sister in law's representation. And uh, an official from the court, everything was on the record. And they basically just questioned me as if they would in the courtroom and had me tell what I saw and what happened and everything. And then I left and went back to work and poured some concrete for about eight more hours. So, uh, yeah. you know, and then I found out later that it had all been worked out. So, but that's what a deposition is. And they, you know, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. so drink your water safely, kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and don't throw it at people. Um, not throw it. No, but get a uh, renewable bottle that you can keep, and you don't have to throw it at all. But don't yeah. definitely don't throw this. No, 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 dude. <laughs> so bad, dude. So bad. Moving on. Yeah. Uh. Well, kind of talking about violence in some form, dude. Well, we talked about the fight commentary last week, and uh, and and we kind of talked about how uh. How for the listeners, they they maybe don't. It, it's obviously not as uh, uh, you, they don't get the full effect. 
because they're just no. listening. They can't see it. But then I was kind of saying how uh, it really kind of comes down to the commentary. Like if the commentary is good and can paint that picture, I think they did a lot better job of the description in their commentary on these fight videos this time. Although one of the videos was kind of a dud, but that's okay. Yeah, um, I prefer when it's just like the one long clip um, as opposed to like the videos where they pull it up and it's like multiple shorter right. ones. Um, but they, you know, it's fine. A good fight's a good fight, am I right? You know? Yeah, no shit. No and, shit. Yeah, and obviously the making it great for um, audio listeners, I guess he's a little bit less imperative now that they're not going behind the paywall or anything, but I guess it's something that you, you would still want to consider to some extent. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure it's fine. And like you say, I've never listened to it with the, just the audio, but I'm sure some of the some of that humour comes through. You know, might even make it funnier. You know, like in the old cartoons where they just turn into a, a ball of <laughs> of rubble and stuff, and you can't actually see what's going on. Leaves it to the imagination. Right. I imagine some of these probably sound pretty brutal. A guy got hit with a scooter. Yeah, that was amazing, dude. At what point do you throw a scooter? When you're a, I'm just gonna say <laughs> when, when you're a pussy. That's that's you know when, when, when you're having a fight and you've got a scooter, I guess. I, I don't. I well, in but but the it's looked to me like it was one on three at that point, or one on at least two, because that guy yeah, who threw the scooter, the scooter. Was the original guy he started the fight with. So it's just like, come on, guys. And man, I don't know what kind of scooters you guys get over there, but I had one of those scooters once, and it did not hold up to any kind of punishment. I could, I didn't even get to ride that thing on Christmas. It just fell apart. So man. I don't know if you guys got much better scooters than we do, but they're supposed to. Be. I remember when those things come out, they were hot. They were a hot ticket. Yeah. I don't know about, I don't know about you guys. Something are they called? That's something. the one, yeah. I don't know. I never had anything fancy like that kind of shit, man. Mine but, broke on Christmas Day. That's how good they are. Man, that sucks, dude. Uh, have you ever been in a fight, though? Just curious. Not with a scooter. Um, <laughs> no, kind of. Not really. They don't, you know, like a good fight is like good lovemaking. It just never lasts as long as you want it to. Um, what can I say? What can I say? Oh, yeah. I I mean, I've been in, like, some scuffles and pushing and, like, pushing someone on the ground and me being pushed on the ground, that kind of stuff, scuffle yeah. things. I've been in one fight fight, dude, and I uh, – yeah, I didn't fare well, man. Um, my problem was at some point uh, one of my friends was behind me, his friends were behind him, and my friends are talking shit and, all, and theirs are talking shit. You know how it goes. And one of my buddies said something really funny. I got the shit kicked out of me after that, so I can't remember what he said that was so <laughs> But he said something funny, and I and I did the classic mistake, dude, when you're toe-to-toe. I turned my head to look at my buddy and laugh, and as soon as I turned my head and I turned it back, dude popped me right in the nose, blood in my oh, eye. See shit. Yeah. I mean, I, would have been I, the friend. I was just swinging wildly. He said I got in a couple of good shots, but I couldn't <laughs> dude but the thing that's kind of fucked up in this one the fight 
was over me defending the honor of that dude's sister, my friend who said the funny thing. It was his sister's honor I was defending, and he's back behind me making jokes distracting me, dude, let, let, letting me get my ass kicked. All right, yeah, that, at least it wouldn't be my fault, but I, I, w I would be the person making the jokes for sure. I mean, that's how I kind of stayed out of most of my fights. I had one or two minor ones, you know, in like early years of high school and stuff. You know, one or two punches were thrown. Right. One connected. Um, but yeah, no, I was always with the mouth and just, you know, drop some words and, and get out of there before they figure out what you just said to them. Yeah. Usually yeah. the case. Yeah, I I, sub I submitted a forty second clip of a fight uh, from uh, from years ago from an old CKY video uh, with Mike Valley, uh, a pro skater, just kicking the shit out of uh, uh, somebody, dude. Uh, maybe we can get some commentary of that one. That's a pretty good one. Uh, so I posted one on the group as well. I don't know if it's been approved yet. Oh, let's hope great. so. Let's let's get those in there, everybody. Find those good. It, I mean, I'm sure. They'll get flooded with fights, and so not just fights, but I mean, like, if there's some really good fights, dude, I like oh, watching a good fight, dude. I'm sorry, but I like watching a good fight. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to find them, but in this context, if it, it, it pops up, you know, enjoy it for what it is. I'm not, I'm not on Roxy's level, you know. I'm definitely yeah. more on the, the Christian side. Um, the fight that I am putting, um, the video, it's in a bathroom, and this one dude's trying to take a shit. And the fight goes into his bathroom stall, and oh, they're no. fighting next to this dude who's just sitting there taking a shit. And it's just hilarious because what what can you what can you do really? I oh, mean, you think that people would have decency, like you know, throw punches, knives, guns, nuclear weapons. Just don't mess with a man when he's having a shit. Should be yeah. the baseline decency, bar none. Oh, uh, hey. Dude, you're English. I can ask you. Bathrooms, Lou. Why do you guys call it the Lou, and how do you spell it? I've tried to Google. I cannot figure out how to spell it. Like, it's not L-E-W. According to Google in the States, it's not L-E-W. It's not L-U-E. It's not L-O-O. How the hell do you spell Lou? I'm pretty sure it's L-O-O. That's how I've always had it. Um, Maybe it's just not registered as a grammatically correct you know terminology mm -hmm. but yeah lou toilet lou you know i only started saying bathroom because they said it in american movies and it sounded slightly more dignified than lou um but yeah Definitely L O O. Came from like why Lou was it after the like short for someone's name or something? <laughs> I, mean, I don't I hate to be the person that got named after the toilet or had the toilet named after them. I have no idea where it comes from. Honestly, right. no idea. Um, but a lot of our um, slang and stuff like that is not you know it's not directly in reference to the thing that it means. There's like a a weird like third back way yeah. round to, to find where the meanings connect, you know, right. like with the rhyming slang and stuff like that. That's I will, cool. I'll look into that. Maybe, maybe I'll have, um, maybe I'll have something on that for, for Friday. 
I'll do some digging, see if any of my pals. No, I'm joking. I'm just going to Google it. I haven't got any friends. Oh, yeah. And, and I just realized I took us way off track there. Um, so I am going to bring us back around. Here's something that I told you before we started. I wanted to kind of uh, speculate on Christian. He didn't say much uh, other than uh, that. There was a meeting about season eight of movie trivia showdown. It's going to be big. They're getting they're going to get back on track with things. Um, but there's one specific thing I've talked about with a few different people, never with you, that I would like to get your thoughts on. Uh, do you think they're going to add any more factions? And if so, how many do you think they will? And do you think they should? What are your thoughts on all that? Hmm. I don't know. Christian kind of mentioned the other day, it kind of sounded like there wasn't any plans to add any. I think, if anything, we might lose one. Really? Um. Yeah, I'm just going through them in my head. But I don't know if I don't know if Kate is really I don't know how like committed she is. I she loves doing the character stuff. But I don't know, sometimes I get the feeling that that's all she likes and I don't know if maybe that's enough. I mean reflecting in their, their standings in the in the, the rankings if you want to look at it that way. Um I, I'm sure she does care, you know, she yeah, I'm yeah. sure she wouldn't do it. But just when I'm looking at the list of managers, um, I mean, Winston, we talked about the other week. Winston has talked about stepping down. Um, I think he, I think they'd be insane to to do that next season, maybe in a couple of years' time. And also, I do think that if Winston steps down, I think somebody else will take over that faction. Uh, I think you know, I think they'd probably bring in Jay Washington or one of the other, you know, guys that or girls that have been associated with that faction, you know, which isn't that many, but there's enough people to choose from. You know, maybe like a Liz Shannon Minna wanted to step down from competing. You know, that could be fun. You know, who knows? But yeah. I thought it was weird to have nine. I think there was originally ten. Um, yeah, there was. Was it, was it Emma Five One? Was it the Five Club? I, I think it was the Five Club. That ended um, up. So... I mean, and Nine has been a bit iffy. Of, well, not iffy, but, you know, just a bit awkward for the tournaments. But then where they've had some newer teams and stuff and rookies and play-ins, it, it kind of worked out having the um, une uneven brackets and stuff. So I don't, I think we're probably, I don't think we're going to see any change to the factions. I think, it's more likely that we would lose one than gain one, to be honest. And if I was to look at the factions, Robert Meyer Burnett, you know, and the Droogs, obviously, and Ken, and Ken kind of had that whole thing thrown on him. Yeah. So maybe Ken wants to step down, but then I've got a, also got a feeling that they're going to change the Droogs to the Knights of Ken next year. Oh, that would be cool. I think that would be really cool. Um, but if they're trying to, like, you know, even up those tournament sides and stuff, then maybe they might look at dropping a faction. I hope not. I like everyone, um, you know, as managers, and I wouldn't, you know, want to watch it with any of them not there, you know. Yeah. But I think who knows? Have you got, you got thoughts on this? 
Yeah, dude. Well, well, my main thing is no matter what faction it is and no matter, well, I mean, I shouldn't say that, but I should say no matter whether or not they add a faction um, or however it shakes out, I really want to see Ben Bateman be the first player manager in Schmodown. I think he would be a great manager and to watch him play while he managed would be very interesting, I think. So perhaps add a faction have it being Ben Bateman's faction, and he is the league's first player manager. That would be amazing. I could see it. I mean, Bateman does seem like he's got that kind of twisted, you know, sociopathic dedication to the schmodown that might make him want to do that. I mean, I've kind of been feared up until, well, just in general, really, that Bateman kind of holds all the cards for next year in a lot of ways. I think wherever he goes, that's going to change things completely. Yeah, and I don't. All of the um, you know, kind of the top tier managers kind of are already struggling with what their lineups are going to look like, who they're going to retain and stuff. And I don't think it's going to be one of the the big name managers that Bateman goes with. I think he will go for one of those lower tier managers, like a Ken or a Kate, and he then becomes the the figurehead player of of that team, and they build the whole faction around him with you know and Kate and Ken specifically maybe would benefit more from the strategic side of things with yeah. Bateman on side and I think you know they always talk about Bateman and how his head works and how he's like constantly like looking at the game in different ways and stuff like that and I've got to assume that if you know if Ken or Kate come up to your average player and try to recruit them Probably going to be a hard sell, you know, their bottom standings. Even Sam Levine, who is a hot ticket coming into this season, is lower down. I think they're going to have a hard time picking up players or retaining players next year. But if they got Bateman, I think they would have players queuing up to join that faction because yeah. all those mm-hmm. players want some, want some insight into that strategic know-how that Bateman um, likes to, you know, put into play. So I think that will be a massive shift for, for next season. And if Kate gets him, pairs him up with Ben Goddard, for instance, two Bens, that is a, that's a pretty powerful team, I would think, looking at that. And that's just off the top of my head. You know, Ken, you know, Ben and um, Alonso Duralde or something like that could, again, be ridiculous. Who knows? You know. It'll be great to find out, though. I mean, but we still have this up still. So, hell yeah, man. But do you uh, think they? Oh. You think Christian secured going back to the original thing? You think um, they've secured a studio? You think Skybound have hooked yes. them up with yeah, space? I think so, so, man. I think. Skybound is okay. I think Skybound was was in before the pandemic started, and yeah. and then I think after seeing. One, how Christian and Ellis handled the schmodown during the pandemic and how well, uh, or not how well, but how supportive the community and fan base was of it. I think that has gotten them like, okay, we were, we were in from the beginning, but now we're going to double down and like, imagine that with the extra. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, man. I I think that's happening. Uh, I can't wait. I'm assuming that there's going to be... Did he say when they was announcing something? Did he say it was this month or next month? I'm not sure. I don't think so either. Uh, Um, Maybe 
spectacular or really something like yeah. that would, would probably be best uh oh at least a week maybe the second week after spectacular in the off season to to get yeah. a little hype going in the off season maybe i don't know we'll find they, out they, they might work it in you know like we might start getting some scenes if there's a if there's a studio we might start seeing some scenes in a new location and you yeah. know they might kind of just work it into the to the plot lines that way and slowly pepper it in until we get to the draft and the um the awards and all that kind of stuff they could do that from a new studio if they've got got it in place by then you know yeah. it opens up a lot which, in which case they'd be able to stream those events live which they couldn't do from the um comedy store last year so could be a lot um could be a lot of new stuff in that regard but i don't know you think there's anything else to it or do you think it's just studio space more matches or reinforcing the schedule with something like that if i were to to uh if i were to make a list uh, meaning more than two things. I think the top two on that list uh, would probably be my guess would be uh, something to do with the factions, either dropping one or adding one, uh, at least one. Um, or, uh, or yeah, like you said, the studio thing, which I hadn't really thought about that. But as soon as you brought it up, I'm like, yeah, that's got to be something in the works. I can, I can see that for sure. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. So. Yeah, and even just having a situation where they're able to, you know, not even just having their own studio, but just have being able to have matches in a studio again, yeah. you know, yeah. would be something. And if it's their own space that they've got, you know, run of or, you know, regular access to, then that's only going to be, like I say, it's just going to stack on top of what's already been a hell of a good year, surprisingly. Well, good year for Schmodown, yeah. you know, in yeah. yep. competition and stuff, not really actually particularly a good year maybe it's better i don't know we'll find out in the next week i guess i get maybe you I guys at least you know uh <laughs> but on that note guys we are going to take a real quick break so you can check out some uh short promos for some other shows from Merc with a movie blog and then uh on the flip side we got a couple more things just to touch on uh, uh as far as some content from the uh from the crew this week and uh yeah man we will be right back Hey everybody, Sean and Wade here to tell you about our new review show following each episode of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. Dude, yes, Boba Fett! Not exactly, Wade. Set in the Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi and follows a Mandalorian bounty hunter beyond the reaches of the New Republic. Yeah, Boba Fett. Did you even watch Return of the Jedi? Never mind. Join us here every week on the Merc with the Movie blog feed. <laughs> Thank God Galen will be here too. I don't think I can handle Wade on my own. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey 
Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Movie Court the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey, we are back, guys. Uh, yes, be sure to check out those shows. And uh, uh, let me just say real quick before we dive into the rest of it. Um, uh, after this show, we got two more shows live today uh, on Mark with the Movie Blog. Um, the next one coming up is at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and that is Hey Mando with uh, myself, Sean, and Dean sitting here next to me is on that as well. And tonight we welcome the lovely and the and the, and the actually very funny, she's she's really funny, Laura Kelly yeah. is going to be joining us tonight, guys. Uh, hey, Mando. So 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time live, uh, on, and that is not on this channel. That will be on the Merc with a Movie blog channel on YouTube. And then at 8 p.m. Eastern Time live on the Merc with a Movie blog channel, Sarah and I will be doing Go Get that rose our bachelor nation podcast show uh we usually do it on wednesdays but because of everything going on uh they played the uh episode last night um i'm very heated i don't like claire and sarah likes claire very much uh i have a hell of a lot to say and i'm sure she does too be sure and check that shit out i got a lot to say i don't like that broad I think she's selfish and, and gross. Uh, just just from what we saw, her treatment of others is selfish and gross. But anyway, this is not that show. Um, but uh, hey, dude, they played one of Alex's songs today. His new songs, yeah. well, not the whole thing, but a little bit of it. Dude, that's yeah. some good shit, man. He's very talented. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I mean, it's, I it's not my style. Everyone has a style, and that's fine. It's not my style. But I mean, I love music above all, above like, you know, yeah. genres and shit like that. And I can appreciate talent when I hear it. He's very talented, dude. Yeah, it's not not exactly what I would go out of my way to listen to. But, you know, it helps when you've got an in, uh, in like knowing the person, putting it out there and stuff. And, you know, I'll retweet that link when it comes out for sure. What can I say? I'm a devoted fan that way. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'll tell you what, if anything that gets me um, supporting Alex more than anything lately is he started putting his own spin on the news stories. Yes. He started, um, I think it was yesterday, and he they um, they, they listed off all their, um, their tier goals for the karaoke thing and stuff, and they said, oh, Alex, you're going to do something from Hamilton. I think, cool, 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 whatever. We'll see how it goes with who's going to get the, the song and stuff. And then... 
all of a sudden I thought, hang on, is Alex starting? And no, he was just reading the news and he was making it all rhyme and wordy and lovely and loopy and everything. And I mean, I don't know if he really thought about it that much, but I'm thinking, man, that's a bold move of somebody to come onto a schmoes show and and reinvent the delivery of the news for the first time since the pit bus. I don't know. I, I just something that I was really excited about. He probably won't do it again, but I hope he does because he, yeah. he, he was just making those stories read like poetry. It was incredible. Yeah, he's definitely he's he's starting to. There's little little things that you notice. It, he's definitely making that position his own. Um, you know, he's not just coming in and being the new Ben Goddard. He's coming in and yeah, he is exactly. and he's he may be doing the same uh the, the same jobs and stuff that, that Ben was doing, but he's doing it Alex way. And uh I like that. Yeah, it's 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 cool. And likewise, I think today Ben was a lot more interactive with the crew. Yeah. I think I think it took him a couple of shows to get out of that groove of doing Alex's job and now kind of changing his dynamic a little bit. But I, I felt like Ben had some really good input today. Yeah. Can't it, think of what. Input, real quick, um, Roka said something to Ben, or uh, basically not to Ben, but about Ben, uh, basically saying if I if I looked like the, like him, my cock would be good. <laughs> Uh, so good. I, I I wanted to get that clip out, but I just didn't have time before we went live, dude. That was so good. He, he, he's probably got a point. Obviously, yeah. I don't know about personal proclivities. I'm sure Roker did fine anyway. Um, I'm sure he did, yeah. I'm sure he did pretty good. I didn't, but that's okay. And I still don't, <laughs> but that's okay. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway. But, but Ben's a good-looking dude. He's yeah. a good-looking dude, and you put that together with the outlaw. All oh, that, that even I'm not safe at that point. Nobody is, you know, from across the pond. That, you know, I'm sure he would reach. So I'm glad we're in this universe where there's two separate Latinos on this particular show. Are you talking like the length of the dick? Is that what you're yeah. talking? About? Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. And emotionally as well, you know, reach across into my heart and also <laughs> my face in parts. <laughs> yes. But, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm glad down. I'm not the only one on this show who's not afraid to, to, to uh, dip my toes on the line, dude. That's awesome. Um, Man, I wish it was just my toe on the line, I'm telling you. Dude, I've said... Honestly, like nothing ever like really bad or anything, but I've said some fucked up shit on this show in the last year, dude. I really have. Um, oh, man. What was um, Kate's joke was that yesterday where Kate said the, the fire hydrant? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dying. Absolutely oh, killed God. me. And then she kept bringing that clipboard bit back in and and explaining the jokes and she was doing a really good job of that even though it was ironic like you know such a hidden i don't want to say hidden gem because you know she's a gem but also you know it's not just dick and fart jokes you know sometimes it's dick fart and fire hydrant jokes as well yeah with a little extra layer to it cinema gorilla here dick length across the pond <laughs> throw that schlong on the table baby <laughs> 
Oh man, I, I sometimes I miss the schlong uh, talk, but anyway, um, yeah, a little bit. I missed the kind of missed the schmoke, but full stop today. To be honest, I was sitting there thinking, ah, yeah. oh, you know, it has been a little bit quieter, and sometimes it does interject some fun and different life into the conversation. And I'm just sitting there, and it was almost an hour, but didn't quite make the full hour. And then boom, broker wants more money again. Never stops grinding, that man. Just doesn't no. stop. He's a hustler, man. That's why he's where he's at now. I, you know what I mean, it. I mean, I really, and it. this is not, and and I'm, well, I'm not. Uh, I don't follow everyone's channels uh, who makes content and everything. Uh, as far as in this community, like the Roxies and the the Silvestrinis and and Rokas and Video Drews, I don't follow it all because I can't. I don't have the time. Yeah. Um, I do some of it. I do here and there, you know, uh, blurbs in the hood. I, I, I tend to watch at least one episode of that a week. Uh, I like that a lot, but my point here is that it just slipped right out of my mind. What were we just talking about? Oh, Roka, the hardworking hustler <laughs> from what I, I mean, and, and I'm not going to compare him to what, uh, to, to any others. Cause I don't know, but I just know that since he was, uh, laid off, you were laid off, Roca, from Collider. He has just grinded his ass to the bone, dude. He he's putting out so much content, and he's done it in such a short amount of time. Very yeah. organized, intelligent, hardworking guy. And it's all like it's not just like the same like like three different movie shows with the same like rotating, you know, yeah. group of people. Not disrespecting anyone who does that because that's fine. But, you know, he's like, he's got completely different casts of like panelists and stuff on each of his shows. They're covering different topics and they seem to draw, from what I can gather, you know, quite different like Venn diagram sections of, you know, this community. So, you know, he's, he's like I say, he's not just churning out the same shit show five times a week. You know, yeah. he's got the, um, the, the Women's Arena, the political show. I, um, you've got the geek buddies. I don't even know who those guys are, um, yeah. but I just get this sense yeah. of like these different yeah. cogs to the to the outlaw machine. Yes. You know, and, and kudos, kudos to him. Uh, kudos to you, Roca, uh, for for bringing on uh, the real Alex Mack for morning shows, man. Uh, for taking someone uh, who is very talented and has a great personality from the fan community uh, content creators. And bringing them, you know, kind of up to the big leagues in a way, you know. Um, kudos to you for that, Roka. That's awesome. Uh, that's really cool. So yeah, it cool. opens and and it makes uh, it, it makes other creators, at least me. I'm not going to speak for others. I shouldn't say, uh, it, but it makes me feel better that that uh, that the recognition is being given to to like that to some of the the fan create or uh, content creators. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool, man, because we are, the, the reason we do this shit is because we are passionate about the content that these people make and they inspire us. And it's really cool to see when, when one of us can, can get that call up in a way. That's really cool. But I, I always appreciate that about Roka bringing uh, Alex Mack on. Yeah. Um, Margarita says here as well, um, Roxy, and Roka MVPs of the year because you know Roxy I think took that whole collider shenanigans pretty hard as well and 
again, I don't have time to watch all of their stuff. And, you know, there's other things to, to, to be doing and whatnot. How do I take that off of the screen? <laughs> uh, here, there we go. Oh, I've but got it. We'll bring up yeah. another one here. Uh, Christian, if you happen to be listening, um, Cinema Gorilla here has another statement that, that I, you know, be worth thinking about at least maybe. I don't know because I, I don't know what's this. going on. But uh, he says Brett and Kate should be public with a private members only YouTube chat. Right, so explain to me what that means. Um, he's saying that their show, Brett and Kate, Brett and Kate's play date, should be to the public, not behind a paywall, yeah. but the, only, the, the live chat should be behind the paywall. So I, that, I think you know, yeah. so so I could list, I could watch it um, on YouTube, but because I'm not a patron, I would not be able to do the yeah. chat, which would be fine with me. Now, I think I, that would be you know, a great move for that show. It. it it might be, but then again, it'd be a tough. It'd be a tough call to make because you're really not sure how many uh, patrons you might lose because now they don't have to pay to see the show. Because some people might might think, "Well, I'm never going to chat in the live chat anyway, so I don't care about uh, being able to ch talk there. So I'm not going to be a patron now that I could just watch the show for free." That's the that's what I would be thinking about in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I also got to look at the fact of it's you know, it's not Schmodown. Um, related it's not really i mean movies come up and stuff but it's not really a movie show and it is you know i think it does kind of fit a gap that there is in the, the slate of programming to an extent not that i think there's really a gap but if i was to say that there's a gap you know that kind of brett and kate show would be the perfect thing to put there you know have it as a weekend show or something you know like a, like a sunday afternoon or something like that. Obviously, schedule is permitting, which they're probably not. But yeah, yeah. I, I I wouldn't hate that. I, I it breaks my heart to be honest when I hear them kind of like make the joke of they only have like fourteen people, and I I I love them. They're two of my favourite people, you know, to watch on on SCN or anything that they come on. But I don't watch their show every week. I'm more often than not I don't watch it, you know, and maybe. I would if it was on YouTube, you know, anyway, and then, you know, but then I guess the pay, like you're saying, the patrons might feel slighted that now it's not just like exclusive to them and maybe the club house yeah. kind of aspect is kind of, but I think, you know, those guys could have their own different kind of audience than, you know, necessarily just slow down movie oh, I type think so. stuff. And, you know, it does feel slightly, you know, like a bit of a, a jit to have them behind a paywall. Maybe try it out. Maybe put one of the, maybe put an old one or maybe do like a one-off, you know, YouTube show. Maybe like a Christmas special, the Brett and Kate Christmas special. Put that up on YouTube for free, you, you know, and then it can have the link to, to send people back to the Patreon if they want to do that or, you know, test the waters if maybe there is more of a, a willing reception for that kind of goofy content, which I think, especially these these days, there's got to be right. Uh, you would think so. You would think so. But yeah, it wasn't a bad suggestion. Something worth thinking about and weighing out the options for sure. 
Um, but uh, we only got a couple minutes here left, so uh, let's. There's a couple more things we'll touch on really quick, not get into in depth. But uh, we cannot uh, get, get let this week go by without bringing up the fact, the fact, people, that Brett Sheridan predicted Baby Yoda one year in advance. What? I mean, yeah, that was insane. That's fucked up, dude. That's fucked up because I don't think anyone ever had any idea or even thought of a baby Yoda up in it. It, it just. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. I mean, you know, obviously tongue in cheek. What do people like? Little green monsters. Just put, you know, it, it, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day, you know, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Especially it's the fact of everyone else just looked at him like, what? Riley kind of just looks him. Yeah, Christian you know, right away is like, no, you don't. No is, hesitation. Just no, you don't. Yeah, you're not here for the Star Wars segment of the show, Brett. Go away for a minute. Right, right. Stop dropping your juicy scoops that nobody else has heard about. Yeah, well, I'm going to start listening to what that man says a hell of a lot more often now. He's got that almanac. Fuck yeah. Uh. Well, uh, just real quick, uh, and not going to talk about it at all. Just going to bring it up, and you guys, you guys remember and know it happened. The bit where they did where everybody was drunk. Um, that was really fun too. Uh, really, really nice. And I like. Uh, we had talked about this before that uh, you know I like them uh, putting bits in and impressions in sprinkled throughout the show as opposed to just stacking them all up at the end. But yeah, now karaoke. Uh, that that will normally be at the end was a little bit earlier due to logistics yeah. of uh, the child being next to <laughs> Um But yeah, man, it it was a great uh, it was a great latter half of the week. Um, you got yeah. anything else to add before we wrap up? No, good good low low maintenance chill end to the week. I get, you guys need that. You know, we all need that. Yep, yep. Not much to add other than that. Hell yeah! Well, for the audio listeners, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Dean Lewis twenty ninety nine, and on this show on Friday at what time? Three fifteen p.m. Fifteen. That's not my time. Yeah. And you can find me on Hey Mando at what time? Uh, six thirty p.m. Eastern time. And what is that my time? Because you've had a time change since last week. Gonna do this on air right before we end. That is eleven thirty. Now eleven thirty because it was ten thirty last week, and I thought it was nine thirty. So then this week I thought it would be an hour earlier. Or I was overthinking it again. That's so good. I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh yeah, hell yeah. That'll be here in a couple hours or so. Uh, but yeah, if y'all want, you can find me at J Wade eleven thirty four. That is the letter J W A D E one one three four. Also follow Merc with the movie blog at movie blog Merc, um, and also all that content from the promos is on the Merc with the movie blog YouTube channel. There's also a website Merc with the movie blog dot com, as well as on your podcasting feeds Merc with a movie blog. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend, and until uh, Wednesday of next week, be safe.